Chapter One Well, girl, have you nothing to say for yourself? Lady Letitia Davenport's icy voice brought Daisy's chin up, and she stared defiantly at her accuser, her dark eyes flashing. You called me a thief, and I've told you I'm not. What else can I say? She was proud that her voice remained steady. But behind her back, her nails dug into her palms, and her knees trembled beneath the long skirt, and as soon as the words were out, she bit her lip. What had possessed her to speak out to the mistress like that? Now, even if the ring turned up and they realised she hadn't pinched it, she'd lose her job for sure. She turned to Miss Georgina, but the girl avoided her eyes. No help there, Daisy thought, as Lady Davenport began to speak again, the cold words making her tremble. So, you add insolence to dishonesty, she curled her lip. You were taken out of the kitchen to become Miss Georgina's personal maid against my wishes. But she asked for you specially, and Mrs. Harris gave you an excellent recommendation. If you'd remained a kitchen maid, this would never have happened. Temptation would not have been placed in your way. You have betrayed the trust placed in you, and I have no alternative but to let you go, without a reference, of course. Daisy gasped. How would she get another job? She opened her mouth to protest, but Lady Davenport held up a thin, jewelled hand. You will be out of this house within the hour. She went to the fireplace and tugged at the bell pull. When Mrs. Harris answered the summons, she was told to accompany Daisy to her room and oversee her packing. Resenting the inference that she wasn't to be trusted, Daisy stalked out of the room behind the housekeeper, her head held high, hiding her hurt. She couldn't prove she was innocent, but she had hoped that Miss Georgina would speak up for her. In her little room at the end of the corridor, next to her mistress's room, she pulled off the starched white cap, releasing a cloud of dark curls to tumble around her shoulders. She took off the snowy, frilled apron and black dress and changed into a shabby gown of dark green wool, wondering how such a lovely day could have turned so quickly to disaster. Earlier that afternoon, Miss Georgina had come upstairs to change and show off her engagement ring with its half-circle of sapphires and diamonds. They'd been expecting the announcement below stairs for days. Henry Thornton was a friend of the family who owned a large brewery in Portsmouth, and had many other business interests. He was not only wealthy, but completely besotted with the Davenport's only daughter. Everyone agreed it was a good match. Now the ring was missing, and Daisy had racked her brains to try and imagine what had happened to it. She remembered Georgina taking it off before she dressed for dinner, but she'd looked everywhere and there was no sign of it. As she threw her things into a bag with no attempt to fold them, she began to cry. It wasn't just the accusation of stealing that caused the tears to fall faster. It was the realisation that she might never see Master Jack again. A mere glimpse of the handsome lieutenant in his naval uniform could set her heart racing, and a smile or a brief word would ensure her happiness for days afterwards. She moved to the window and looked out at the darkening sky. After the pleasantly mild March day, a wind had got up and was now whipping the bare branches of the elm trees surrounding the paddock. Dusk was falling, and the rooks were making their usual evening racket as they settled onto their twiggy nests for the night. 
A jackdaw flew across the garden, disappearing into the tangle of ivy and creeper that almost smothered the corner of the old dairy. How she hated the thought of leaving all this. Even without those longed-for encounters with Jack, she would have been happy in this house with its beautiful grounds and the downs in the distance. It was all so different from her life in the cramped little cottage in Fish Lane down by Kingsbourne Harbour. Since her promotion to ladies' maid, her life had improved immeasurably, but even working in the kitchen hadn't been too bad, despite the attempted assaults by Philip, the Davenport's elder son, and the unwanted attentions of Ernest Jenkins, the groom-turned-chauffeur. Still, she should have looked for another job ages ago, especially when she first realised...